0: Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you can join us today at Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'll be your host today. Let me share some information with you before we get started in the Word today. First of all, some ways you can contact us. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. Our website is empoweringlifeministries.com. There, you can learn more about our ministry And find some material. Uh, We do have a book on there from Glory to Glory that's available to you. Uh, If you want to give a donation, you can also do that on our website. And if you would, uh, please give us a rating on the podcast because this is going to help us to enlarge our audience of listeners, and we definitely want to do that. Uh, We're studying the book of Romans. We're in chapter one, and I don't know if I'll go uh, through the whole book of Romans. I'm just going to start in chapter one and kind of just just fill out the Lord and stay with it as long as I feel like I should in that. But we're looking into some things that I think is going to be very beneficial to you. Uh, we, you know, we're in a study right now to where we've moved into. We looked at different aspects of the gospel. We actually got down to the end of verse one, <laughs> and uh, and then verses two through six really start speaking of the good news of the Son, the gospel of the Son. So i tied those together, and we're going to try to cover these six verses within the context of what we're looking at uh, right now. And in it, we're looking at the promised seed to Abraham, that in his seed all the families of the earth would be blessed. And we spoke about how that it says that uh, it didn't say it's to seeds of many, but to one, and it was speaking, and we know, of Jesus Christ. And what we want to do in this is just uh, really want... I'm going to be reading a lot of Scripture. I told you all that uh, last podcast we have. And the reason I'm doing that is because I want you to be able to really get this and understand this. Uh, to me, this is so in-depth. And in, and in going all the way from Old Covenant to the New Covenant being established. Because I, I, I tell people this all the time. Uh, the Old Covenant is just... Uh, just like a billboard or a sign that's just pointing to Christ coming, and the promises that are made to the fathers of, of Jesus coming uh, over and over again throughout the Word, uh, it's it's such an in-depth, detailed story of what God wanted to do to get to us. You know, we couldn't get to Him, but His heart has always been to be in fellowship with us. You know, when He walked with Adam in the garden. In the cool of the day, Jesus really came to restore to us to have that kind of relationship with the Father. A lot of the things in the Old Testament, if you don't understand covenants, really mess your thinking up about God. You know, A lot of people think God is an angry God, and you see Him in Scripture. Uh, just horrible things that happened with other nations that came against Israel. But when you understand the covenant they were under, God obligated Himself to that during those covenants, and I don't believe it was the heart of God at all to go in and slaughter nations. Uh, and what happened in that, there was such a distorted view of the heart of God, what the heart of the Father was, that when Jesus came in the new covenant, he started reintroducing the Father, first of all, to the Jews, to his own people, but then, you know, to all the nations of the earth because that's what he came for. He came... Uh, and just drew a bigger circle because he wanted everybody to be in it. In the Amplified Bible in John three sixteen and verse 17, it says this, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten Son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge and condemn the world, that is, to initiate the final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. And you know, that's the heart of God. That's what he wants. And you know, in this, it says that he gave his only begotten son. Do you know that's only other spoken of one other time? And that's in the story with Abraham. Whenever Abraham was to offer up Isaac, uh, he was offering him as a sacrifice before God. And that one uncommon thing for him, because he came out of Ur of the Chaldees, and that was part of the worship of some of those uh, Eastern religions that they had, and that was child sacrifice and everything else to appease their gods. Uh, so Abraham really acted in faith because the scripture even said that he believed that God would raise his son up from the, even from the ashes if he needed to because that's how much he trusted God, and that's why he's the father of faith. And he said, he's really set a precedence for us. But in this... The way these stories tie together with Isaac being a supernatural birth as an only begotten son and then Jesus coming in the supernatural birth that came about with him after the Holy Ghost had overshadowed Mary uh, and, and Joseph had never knew his wife, never been with his wife, but supernaturally that seed was placed within her. She carried that life. She carried, if you would, the Word of God within her for nine months and then she birthed the Son of God, into this earth. And He came so He could pay the price. He came to bring us life. He went through everything that He did so that we could have eternal life. It's the greatest, the cross is really the greatest exchange system we could ever see. He came and took our sorrow and He gave us joy. He took our sickness and disease and gave us healing I mean it just it's never ending everything that he did, but he did it for us i want I'm gonna do a little reading here, and the reason I'm doing this I'm reading out the amplified Bible I want to read this much of it just because of the the context of it of because we're talking about the good news of the Son, because this is given the story, and uh you know why reinvent the wheel uh i what I want to really do is empower you with these scriptures, and if you take notes, I encourage you to take notes it uh, be something you can reference back to, even after this podcast is gone. You can reference back to some of these things, and it'll help you with your witness, and it'll help you, even in your understanding, to go back and look over these things. I'm certainly not going to uh, go so in-depth of tearing this apart uh, that there's not going to be a lot of stuff left over for you to do with it. So I just want to give you um, a good foundation in the good news of the Son. In the Amplified Bible in John chapter 1, I'm going to read verses 1 through 7, and then I'm going to skip down and read um, all the way through verse 18. (coughs) Excuse me. But it says this. It says, in the beginning, before all time. Just let that sink in a minute. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word. Christ. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God Himself. He was continually existing in the beginning, co eternally with God. All things were made and came into existence through Him, and without Him, not even one thing was made that has come into being. In Him was life, and the power to bestow life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines on in the darkness and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it and is unreceptive to it. There came a man commissioned and sent from God whose name was John. This man came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe in Christ, the light, through him. There it was, the true light, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light, which coming into the world enlightens everyone. He, Christ, was in the world, and through the world was, uh, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, that which belongs to him, his world, his creation, his possession, and those who were his own people, the Jewish nation, did not receive and welcome him. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right the authority and the privilege to become children of God, that is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on His name, who were born not of blood, natural conception, nor of the will of the flesh, physical impulse, nor of the will of man, that of a natural father, but of God, that is, a divine and supernatural birth. They are born of God, spiritually transformed, renewed, and sanctified. And the word Christ became flesh and lived among us, And we actually saw his glory, glory as belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, the Son who is truly unique, the only one of his kind, who is full of grace and truth, absolutely free of deception. John testified repeatedly about him and his crowd out testifying officially for the record and validity and relevance. This was he of whom I said, who comes after me, has a higher rank than I, and has priority over me. For he existed before me, for out of his fullness, the superabundance of his grace and truth, we have all received grace upon grace, spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. For the law was given through Moses, but grace the unearned, undeserved favor of God, and truth came through Jesus Christ." No one has seen God, His essence, His divine nature at any time. The one and only begotten God, that is, the unique Son, who is in the intimate presence of the Father. He has explained Him and interpreted and revealed the awesome wonder of the Father. Now, we told you the preaching of the gospel has many aspects. And to reach this generation, we're going to need how to understand them so we can preach all of them. The gospel of the Son, what a powerful thing. Even what we just read, think about John the Baptist himself. He was supernatural birth. Whenever Zacharias was in the temple and the angel of the Lord came and told him that his wife was going to have a child and they to call his name John, his mouth was shut up till the birth of that child. And John was the one that was going to be the forerunner for Jesus Christ coming into this earth. His cousin, if you would, was gonna be proclaiming. And that was the fulfillment of Isaiah and his prophecies where he'd make the crooked paths straight and he'd make all the mountains and and the valleys come together and make an even plain. All these prophecies, he was, Jesus said, John the Baptist was Elijah, if you could receive it. And Elijah prepared prepared the way. This message of the Son is a powerful word. We're going to pick up tomorrow really in verse 3 of this where it goes regarding the Son of God concerning the flesh or His human nature. And we're going to start looking at some of that the way this came about. Thank you for joining us today. I'll see you next time.